listening to a podcast from Light FM. Unlocking the secret to better parenting. This is Growing Pains on the Light Breakfast. And we are with our resident light child psychologist, Katiana Azman. Today, it's all about being school ready. Katiana, hi! Hi! <laughs> okay, we're going to be talking about uh, young'uns uh, heading off to school for the first time out of the yeah. fold. We've seen a lot of different uh, ways that was problematic because of the pandemic. But, mm. you know, still, not all five and six-year-olds are happy about starting school. Mm. Others can't wait. Some really don't want to go. Is this something that's more about the child, the personality, or could it be a combination of something else? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, I re- we have to acknowledge that you know some kids are just a little more, let's just say, over warriors and a little bit more anxious than some other kids, and especially kids who have spent a lot of uninterrupted time with mom and dad. Like you said, mm. on the heels of the pandemic. We saw a lot of that because they were locked at home with their parents. Um, But some kids, especially, for example, the youngest in the household might have spent quite a lot of time with their parents. A lot of families opt out of like play school and sort of that type of thing before they go to to kindergarten or or Mm -hmm. preschool. So this could be very well the very first time that they're going to be socializing away from their parents with Mm. people they don't know. So that type of hesitation is completely normal and understandable. And like you said, some kids are going to be great at it and some kids are just not. So personality is an experience is definitely something to consider but then of course there are also underlying issues like separation anxiety for example or whether the child might have underlying issues like say you know they're on the autism spectrum or Mm -hmm. have ADHD or there might be certain things that might make it more challenging for kids but these are usually factors that we can figure out through process of essentially elimination but yes it is completely normal. Are parents in any way part of that equation? Because I know some parents Mm. don't necessarily or aren't ready for their Mm. kid to go off. I mean, can that Mm. play into that in any way? 150%. (laughs) (laughs) Kids are very receptive to parental emotions. So if you are anxious about it or if you don't like it, your kid's going to pick up on it very, Mm. very quickly. Mm. And you're supposed to be the one that they refer to, right? So if you're looking at them going to school with like, tears and like you know I don't want him or her to go and right. he's really ne- your kid's gonna be like why am I doing this right like you <laughs> yeah. know, so it's completely yeah so mm. I, I always tell parents like you know a lot of it does come from what you communicate so if you're not ready or you're anxious or you're not comfortable with this space your child is going to pick up on it don't expect them to be completely comfortable if you're not so let's say our child is actually nervous or showing signs of being a bit trepidatious about mm. going to school, right? Mm. What can we do to get our kids excited and happy mm. about going to school? How can we elevate their excitement to actually be there or go there? We got to set the tone. So I think that, you know, if you do have a child who's a little bit uncomfortable, then I would start with bringing them to as many social communal activities mm. as possible where there are other people there like things like play groups or jungle gyms where there's other kids around or just bringing them to family members houses just kind of introducing them to the concept of other people and introducing them to the concept of having you in the space but not stuck to you like glue and once they kind of discover that there's nothing to be afraid of it is a fun and pleasurable experience that process becomes a lot easier that's why a lot of play schools now offer sort of half day programs when your mm. child is below a certain right. age I know this because my daughter's getting the same <laughs> brief um, you can't send your kid full time until they've done this sort of like half 
half day introduction thing. And that's purely just to kind of get your kids comfortable with the idea. So I would say, and of course, you need to also be very mindful of the language that you're using. So you want to be excited. You want to get them excited. So like, okay, you're going to start school. Let's go buy you a backpack. Let's figure out what to Mm. put in your backpack. If your school doesn't have a uniform, let's pick out your clothes the day before. Like make it an enjoyable, fun experience. If you are just like, oh, you know, if you go to school and you don't do what the teacher says, teacher's going to get yelled. You're going to yell at you. And if you kind of use that type of narrative, your kid's going to be even Mm. more anxious to go. So be very mindful of how you approach the topic of school. And it usually tends to fall into place from there. Some kids end up crying on their first day. I know Mm. mine did. And in fact, for the first sort of month, I had to be there on and off to kind of Mm. ease the transition because Mm -hmm. he had other issues at the same time. But Mm. in terms of the crying Mm. and the teacher saying, we've got this under control or the teacher's going, this child is not ready yet. Is there a guideline on, Mm. you know, when when there's enough crying and what what shows (laughs) up? Progress. I mean, I don't think there's an actual guideline, yeah. but I think personally, I would be completely fine, quote unquote, with kids sort of struggling in, say, like the first month, right? Like, mm-hmm. I think if a child is crying for the first couple of weeks every single day going to school, like, I wouldn't mm-hmm. really bat an eyelash at that. Like, I would think that's pretty understandable. But if a child is still struggling to calm, especially if they are just distressed all day there's no period with which they can be distracted or they calm down eventually a lot of kids will cry as they see at drop off as they see mom and dad leave Mm. but teachers are usually really good at this that they kind of pick up the child and they distract the child and do other things and most children settle so mom and dad don't see that second half they only see the kid Mm. clinging to the gate screaming Um, and so it's always good to check with the school and the school's like no the child's perfectly good the minute you leave Um, (laughs) then that's that's a good sign but if say you have a child who is just inconsolable all day Mm. and you're sort of pushing the three week one month mark and we're seeing this pattern not improve and that would be probably a sign that you'd need to intervene whether it means working with the school to have the child come in sort of more half days for the moment and work their way up or whether it's about you being there and coming up with a plan with your child so your child knows where to look if they need you doing something like that could be a good intermediary but if the school is turning around and, and again your teachers have been doing this for a while they deal with kids all day they'll be able to tell you whether they feel that the school has the facilities or the capabilities to support a child who might be this distressed. Mm -hmm. And if they say no, then it's probably an indication that, you know, the child might need to be removed from the school temporarily Mm. until we can kind of figure out what's going on. So, yeah, so I think kind of work with your school and figure Mm. out what's what's happening there. There may be many reasons why, you know, a school say this child isn't ready yet, whether it's, mm. uh, you know, a case that I knew about potty training, for example, yes. for the year. Yes. You know, there's many different ways. But should a parent find themselves with a school mm. starting aged child, which mm. isn't able to stay in the sort of system? What should the parents be doing outside of that? And how should they be sort of tackling this is there like mm. a time frame of okay we're gonna try and achieve x y and z for six months then try again yeah. like what's a guideline there for parents 
Well, I think so if we're looking at five and six in government school, that would not be standard one yet, right? Mm-hmm. So I mean, six and seven is more government school. But if you're take, putting your child in international school, then some schools would start at five. So it really mm-hmm. kind of depends. And the reason why I mentioned this is because kindergartens or preschools are generally a lot more flexible when it comes to the hours. But if your child is in a primary setting, it gets a little bit more complicated. I had a family that I was working with where mom and dad had to get permission from Ministry of Education to have the child start standard one a year later because oh. she was an end-of-year baby anyway. So she was going into school mm. at six, but she had a lot of significant challenges that needed worked on. So they had to collaborate with MOE. So that becomes a whole other thing in terms of getting that permission. But, but if it's we're good saying to know that's that, an option though. That's mm, an option. Yeah. Yes, okay, absolutely. Yeah. So if you have a child who might have an underlying issue or if you have mm. documentation from therapists or doctors that can support that the child would benefit from an extra year, I've had multiple cases where MOE has been able to delay or defer their enrollment. But I do believe there is a cutoff of what age. So I think they can only defer it by up to a year. I could be wrong, mm. but up to a year. So you could start at seven turning eight instead of, you know, six turning seven. So it is an option in, in, in Skola Kabangsaan as well. But in kindergartens, it's generally a lot more doable. And some international schools I've worked with are also very understanding with kids who need to do things half time. Mm. So I would say to parents, like, you know, if you're not, kind of seeing things improve in the school and everybody's on the same page that the child would benefit from being removed. Mm. Explore sort of to what extent. I mean, I'm of the belief that when we remove a child 100% from an environment that they're not comfortable in, what it teaches them is that I need to leave when things are hard. Like when things Mm. are hard, I have to avoid. Mm. So if the plan is to eventually have the child reintegrate in the school, you're gonna have some issues later. Mm. So I'm of the belief that if we can have the child at the school even just one day a week so it is still something that's in Mm. their schedule I would do that as much as I can so understand sort of what as how much withdrawal um, or withdrawing you can do and then you know take it month by month right so some kids will be able to adapt as quickly as two three months some kids need about six months but I would say give your child about no more than a term so that's like three months mm. before you have a conversation with the school about what you want to do so take it month by month or term by term as you can and have a plan right of what types of goals you want to achieve mm. but I, I'm again I'm, I'm of the mindset that you know it's it's always good to have the child be present to some extent even if it's not fully in comparison to their peers just so that they recognize that this is an environment that's going to continue to be a part of my schedule and my life only remove them 100% if it's Mm. absolutely necessary all this such great advice and I mean it is a very stressful thing for I think everybody and uh, so nice to know sort of like there's there's ways of doing things that mitigate the extremes anyway thank you so much Katiana we have our growing pain sessions for you on the light breakfast podcast if you want to go and check them out you can find that on the shock app you've been listening to a light fm podcast on shock that's s-y-o-k